Welcome, everyone, to the Gab Podcast, the Garrison and Bandy Podcast. It's a podcast with two dudes who are pastors at Bible Center Church in wild and wonderful West Virginia and who are exploring how to do life with Jesus. I'm Matt Garrison, and with me, as always, is the venerable Ryan Bandy. And honestly, I can't even remember what venerable means, and I hope it's a nice compliment. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, So, venerable, uh, not to be confused with vulnerable, I'm not vulnerable. I did look vulnerable up. Uh, you have on, that tough outer yeah, shell. Yeah, I, I do. I do. So, anyways, it's uh, it's basically like respect. In some cultures, uh, I think Anglican Church is even like worshipped. So, hey, I'll take it. Like Let's take the venerable. Vulnerable. Nice. It is. So, uh, so yeah, doing great, man. Still win the syllable battle. Uh, if you remember edification from last episode, so Very I still true. got you by one. Very true. But uh, doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for for uh, asking. And so, uh, yeah, so things are going all right. Um, you know, looking forward to the topics that we'll get into today. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward to it, man. Thanks again for asking. So, so today uh, we thought it would be I'm going to drop a little knowledge on you, kind of uh, my contribution to the syllable or syllable. Uh, really depends on where you <laughs> put the emphasis, right? The emphasis <laughs> <laughs> is emphasis. Uh, yes the. It's going to be apropos, we thought, which mm. it means very um, appropriate, to talk about Snowmageddon that happened um, not that long ago. And so uh, we'll also talk about the quarantine, some tips and tricks on how we have survived. And we understand that you probably have some ideas out there, too. And we'd love to hear what you all have done to survive the quarantine, the virus, all this kind of sometimes crazy stuff, the lockdowns. And so we'd, again, love to hear from you, uh, garrisonandbandy.com. You can go there, let us know how you have survived, seeing the things that uh, have gotten you through. Yes, we want to know. We certainly do. Yeah, so anyways, recently I canceled on a on a Wednesday. I had to make the tough call. Tough call that those calls that you probably don't miss. Um, if you're not uh, if you don't know this, Matt was in student ministry for a very, very long time. <laughs> yes, he is a very politely saying I'm old. I venerable a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I recently had to make that call, you know, those calls where if uh, if you make it, you're the bad guy. If you don't make it, you're the bad guy. And so I uh, I called to cancel. Basically, last week, uh, the snow was supposed to roll in at 10. Then somebody, I showed up the morning of, they said, hey, actually, weather changed. It's West Virginia, after all. Um, it's, uh, it's actually coming at 7. And then somebody said it's coming at 5. And so I thought, well, not going to take any chances. Let's just go ahead and we're not going to lose momentum. Let's call this bad boy off. And then... Uh, Somebody in our small group leader chat, won't mention any names like Matt Garrison, uh, as I said, former student pastor, clearly enjoying being our online campus pastor now, uh, really, really gave me some grief uh, in there. And at, well, I, I would say as did our, our teens. And so basically my response to them was, look, guys, I'm sorry for loving you well, <laughs> for being a good shepherd. Trying to keep you from dying, I'll learn from my mistake. Yeah, see, he, again, you want to uh, appreciate the the martyrdom or falling on your own sword there, my friend. Mm. So the uh, shenanigans that I pulled was I simply uh, responded with a gif of uh, kind of back, I think it was Back to the Future, actually, the, the movie there of yeah. uh, when they call Marty McFly chicken. Yep. I think it was Griff 
calling him chicken. Anyway, so it was kind of funny, but remember those days very vividly, uh, hated them because, again, like you just said very eloquently, mm. that there's eloquently, now still not catching up to you, uh, that it's a very tough call to make. I mean, you're right. Yep. People are going to be mad at you if you cancel. They're going to be mad at you if you don't. Uh, so it's just kind of one of those things. You just got to deal with it. And so, uh, again, yes, you love our students very well. We appreciate you being here. Yeah, and, yeah, but I'm not going to let you off the hook. Like, it, it, it wasn't just a... It wasn't just that the text, and I do appreciate a good, a good, a good, blah, 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 a good movie reference. All right, I, I, I'm all about that. But I do remember Matt saying something along the lines of "Ryan has no faith in God." Um, cancels things when they say snow should arrive around midnight. So, yes, this went beyond playful jesting. To Ryan has no faith. <laughs> actually, leave that part out. <laughs> Touché. It, it was actually funny though. I, yes. you know, some of the texts, the emails, even the gifts uh, that I received. Um, but also, want to appreciate the irony of the situation as I am essentially viewed as the wild child of the organization. Here I am trying to be Mister Responsible Adult, good under shepherd, just getting straight hate from another shepherd. How do you like that? I am here for you. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. So, uh, again, we love uh, hanging out with one another. I love this guy. So, uh, anyway, just giving him some grief, and uh, we had some fun with it. So, I appreciate you being able to take it yep. like a person and just dealing with it. And, yeah, it was really cool. Totally. Awesome. So, today we want to jump into, again, talking about tips, tricks on how you survived Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon. Snowmageddon. <laughs> oh, that too. Right? Yeah, that, that day is coming. And so, uh, you know, we also, again, like we said, want to hear from you. So please, garrisonandbandy.com, let us know some of the things that you have done that have helped you and your family just get through some maybe boring times, some difficult times, maybe some stressful times. And so we want to share some of those with you as well. And so Ryan's got some of his survival advice, and then I'll follow up with mine, and we'll keep going. Yeah, so this is is some good I roll worthy advice for you, but uh, just it's what came to me. So, firstly, guys, look, buy a Jeep. No, we are not sponsored by Jeep. But Jeep, if you are listening, <laughs> yes, we are if open you are to listening. Talking. Absolutely. So, back in the fall, uh, we said goodbye to our Honda Odyssey, which I do not miss at all. That thing hydroplaned in the lightest of rains, let alone snow. And uh, so, anyways, uh, it's turned out it's panned out to be one of the better decisions that I made and so there is this uh, there's this certain guy on campus from uh, from New England one of our pastors that boldly proclaimed last summer I do not know why West Virginians think that they all have to have four-wheel drives of course you know for those of us who have been around for a while we understand the culture there's a lot of toys there's things to pull boats RVs you know like all that that's just kind of the way things roll here but you know this past week last week was like a ha told you so sort of moment since we got like you know 14,000 inches of snow and 13,000 of ice yes so uh so yes if it were not for my jeep i would have gone absolutely nowhere uh my odyssey would have ended up in the lake so buy a jeep secondly grill out now Again, some of you are rolling your eyes. Some of you dudes are not. You're like, yes, let's get it. I love my Weber. Also not sponsored by Weber. But if they are listening. If they are listening. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so uh, I believe personally that by grilling delicious meat outside in the snow or the ice, it will bring a unique summer satisfaction, instantly raising that mood. You know, all that dopamine, serotonin, that post-workout stuff. Uh, so anyways, I grilled out last week. Wife thought I was nuts until she tasted the burgers. And then she was like, ha, ha, ha. You are venerable. <laughs> That's the word of the day, people. Venerable. <laughs> yes. So legit grilling out, getting your grill going. Mm-hmm. There's three feet of snow. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So the so the bad part about it is like the grill was great. You know, warmed her up to 400. But my grill cover I could not put on because by the time I was done grilling, it was so frozen that you couldn't even pull it apart. So uh, speaking of which, I'm not sure I've covered it. To this day, so <laughs> better it's get a on that. So yeah, yes. you better get on that. Bus yes, still, absolutely. Sure. So yeah, so so bust out the moccasins, uh, fire up the bobby, as they would say in other parts of the world. Yes, Barbie and other places. And thirdly, and finally, probably the most serious is start taking communion with us every week. Um, so Matt Friend recently, our lead pastor, recently killed it as he preached on the sacrament or the ordinance of communion. And uh, Matt, personally, I really, I love the fact that we as a church are putting such a high priority on this, really both a biblical mandate and a treasured practice of the church for millennia. Love it. Yeah. So that's one of the things, too, I I really enjoy as a church that we are able to participate in something, like you just said, that has a, a church tradition that Christ instituted in something that we have been doing for some 2,000 plus years. Um, and as Matt was talking, uh, some of the things that have ran through my mind is, you know, wow, this is usually, you know, uh, when I come to communion, I take God very seriously, myself not so much, but I do take God seriously. Also his word. And so the line in there that in First Corinthians where Paul's talking about, you know, that we need to examine ourselves yep. and, you know, I don't want to eat or drink judgment on myself. And so in those moments, I'm really, it's it's about confession of sin, getting yep. things right with God, which is a beautiful thing. But uh, as I was just studying myself uh, for, for this podcast, listening to Pastor Matt talk, and just I think the Spirit of God just had this thought cross my mind that I know, but it would just kind of hit me afresh again, that it's not necessarily my sin, and it, it is, that put Jesus on the cross, but it's mm-hmm. also his love for me, his love for us as to mm-hmm. why he did that. He didn't have to, yeah. right? But he did. And so that's in that moment as it's, again, something supernatural when we're taking communion. But again, it was the love of Christ that just kind of flooded me this time to realize that, if, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love the point that you made uh, regarding confession or repentance. Really, we think of that oftentimes as something that should that should be true of the of the life of the unbeliever as they are confessing their sins before God uh, during conversion. But even that, at that repentance, as Ephesians points out, that, that's not something that comes from us because we are just ready to pour out repentance. That, that in and of itself is a grace and a gift of God. And so then what that means is for the Christian life, like our Christian life should be summarized by repentance. Um, and so that's, that's another reason that I love that we're doing this on a regular basis. If for no other reason, it means that we are practicing regular repentance if we're taking this thing seriously um, as we ought to. And so one of, the, one of the common arguments that I've heard against a weekly 
uh, practice of communion is just that it would be commonplace. And so my, I, I guess my, my pushback on that would be, well, in, in many of the traditions or the churches that I've come from, uh, it's definitely not been commonplace. If anything, it's been foreign. And so I love the fact that we are just kind of dispelling that, uh, that foreign identity as far as this goes and just and, and elevating it to the place that it ought to be because there are so many good things that come of it. Sure. So back to repentance there for a second. You know, uh, as you were talking, it reminded me of the letter of First John. You know, where John talks about, like, man, if we say we don't sin, yep. we're liars. Yep. And then you come to chapter 1, verse 9, that is written to believers, not uh, unbelievers. A lot of times we may use that in evangelistic practices, if you will, where we're talking to somebody who doesn't know Jesus, that, you know, hey, if you confess your sins, God's going to forgive you. Mm-hmm. Well, that was written to believers. Yep. You know, that, hey, yep. this is, exactly. it's gun- we're going to sin. And so this is a, a, a weekly time now that we can really take advantage, and, and it should be a, a daily confession because mm-hmm. we need to depend on Jesus daily. Like, I need him daily. Yeah. You know, um, why? Because I am jacked up. Yeah. You know, exactly. I sin daily, and so I need him daily. And so, again, this is also another wonderful opportunity in these moments to, to repent. And I loved Amen. the fact, too, that we are, we know that, by doing this weekly, it can become commonplace, mm-hmm. right? That it sure. can become ritual in where, you know, maybe a child will ask a parent one time, well, why are we doing this? Well, I don't know. This is just what we do, you know? So we really have to guard against that. And I, and we're aware of that. And I, that's what I appreciate about Matt mm-hmm. talking through that as well with us that, you know, we're not going to allow that to happen. You yep. know, we, we understand that's it. That's a part of it, but we don't, we certainly don't want that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and going back to, you know, making a couple points. I love the truth that you dropped from First John. That is so true. And, you know, when I, I feel like for whatever reason, Christendom, Christianity, you know, repentance is not necessarily talked about a lot. Like it's not a word that comes up a lot. And so mm-hmm. people might be wondering, well, what are like, what are some of the outpourings or the, the practical fruits of repentance? And, and Really, for me, chiefly, it's just the more I acknowledge that I mess up, the more I acknowledge, Jesus, I need you every day of my life, the more of a uh, posture of humility that I'll carry with me. And, you know, when we're humble, when we're, when we're humble and sensitive to the Holy Spirit and to Jesus Christ, uh, that, that really, um, that, that has a transformative uh, sort of work on our lives um, in a daily sense. And even, you know, back to communion and, and it's commonplace. I love the fact, even this past week, we talked about the second coming. Um, such a, a polarizing topic, especially in our region, in Appalachia, for whatever reason, we love to talk about uh, the second coming, the return of Christ, which I do too. It's it's wonderful. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. But it is actually really connected to communion in the sense that communion just heightens our sense and our awareness of the second coming and really in a sense should should make us want to live uh, more righteously more pure lives um and so and so all of these i would say just kind of spring from this idea of repentance so that's a a great point yeah for sure so also communion i think is is one of those ordinances one of those opportunities where 
it is a looking back and mm-hmm. remembering what Jesus has done for us, remembering his love, but also it's a foreshadowing yep. of one day in heaven when we're sitting all together as believers with the family of God together, Bingo. sitting down for the marriage supper of the lamb where, I mean, even Jesus said himself, he's not going to drink of the wine, or the juice, whatever, um, until, you know, we're all with him in heaven. And yep. so again, that we're looking forward to that great day too. So there's that, that connection too. So beautiful Amen. point there, beautiful point. Yes. So, Man, this is great stuff. Uh, communion, weekly communion, uh, be- unbelievable. Just a great opportunity for us to come together as a family, uh, being united in communion uh, or through communion, realizing what Jesus has done for us as well. So, Ryan, great points there. Uh, buy a Jeep, grill out, uh, or just buy a four-wheel drive because we're not sponsored by Jeep. But yeah. It's all good. Yes. Right? Uh, and take communion with us every week. Those of us who are believers uh, are invited to do that. Uh, some other survival guide tips as well through just the quarantine. You know, maybe you were you know stuck at home for a few days. If you didn't have power, maybe you had some limited options. And so we would love to know what you did if you didn't have power to kind of pass the time. You know, yeah. if you have some little ones at home, what what worked, what didn't work, can you can uh, email us at garrisonandbandy.com. We'd love to uh, at gmail.com. I keep saying garrisonbandy.com. Yeah. That's a little foreshadowing of our <laughs> yeah. website that's coming up soon. See what you did there. Um, exactly, exactly. So uh, garrisonandbandy at gmail.com. We'd love to, again, hear from you. Uh, so some of the things that we have done in our family to survive the quarantine, especially the snowmageddon, we were kind of just stuck at home and our internet was out, and so we couldn't do virtual school, which is kind of bummer for students now that, uh, you know, the virus hit and pandemic snow days can be a thing of the past yeah yeah so yep. but anyway so what we did uh, some we did some board games like old school life the game of life you know the old wheel spinner kind of thing there we oh, did that yeah. we did some memory some monopoly classic nintendo <laughs> wii games uh, like just dance now i can't lie I'm a good dancer. Okay, Are no, you? I'm, no, no, no. Not Is that all. like the not Lady Gaga? Just dance. I, there's something. I think, I don't know. what. It's one of those dance ones where you have to take the remotes and dance, follow the motions. Okay. I don't do that. I, I just, just watch like listeners who know yeah. I'm in touch with culture. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, and also the uh, digital version of the Game of Life. My kids loved that oh, as well. Yeah. Clue. I hate Clue on mm. the Wii. Um, the board game's pretty cool, but yeah. on the Wii, it's just kind of awful. Mm. And then our five-year-old uh, would come up with different like card games, whatever, different games where he just won all the time. There was no rhyme or reason. You try to oh. follow logic, yeah, and it just, I don't understand. It doesn't matter. He's winning anyway, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. So that was just kind of fun. Now, our older kids, uh, some of the things we did when the Internet was around and we had power uh, was essentially watching our different streaming platforms. So just like a Netflix, Disney+, Plus, others. And what's really fun is kind of, as we're watching these different shows together, um, or maybe just not at the same time, but just watching them through the episodes at dinner time, other meal times, just kind of hanging out in natural conversation. One of us would kind of say a quote from one of the shows we were watching, and yeah, like pick uh, it up. like Sense and Sensibility. No, um, no, I think Andrea said you binged on that. <laughs> no, not true. Not at all. Oh, not okay. at all. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I hate you. So, yes, no, no uh, sense of sensibility. But it was really cool, you know, just to kind of have those connections with your kids that are watching this to kind of like uh, say, hey, boom, you know, like just whatever, just make a comment. And just it was apropos, bring that word back around full circle. Um, So, yeah, it was was really cool. And also when you're able to going outside is is a a no brainer when the weather is nice, like 
I think, coming up this week sometime. I think it's supposed to get really nice. So I'm looking forward to yes. that as well. So, yeah, man. Yeah, and obviously we we live in the outside state. So, uh, you know, anytime it's funny, anytime I meet anybody who's like, yeah, live in West Virginia, and I hate it. I'm like, you know, firstly, what's wrong with you? But secondly, actually, my first question is always, well, do you do stuff outside? They're like, well, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah I bet you do hate problem. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We are outside people. So mm-hmm. anyways, as we wrap this up, we want to remind you to email us your thoughts, questions, suggestions, or your seven-syllable theological words. Actually, I think that's six. I think we only made it up to five today. So six or seven uh, syllable theological words at Garrison and Bandy at gmail.com. As always, please leave your honest five star review as these help us as we seek to have a greater gospel impact. Stay warm, stay, stay safe, enjoy the upcoming beautiful weather, and many blessings to you. We'll see you. Bye. <laughs>